The market doesn't joke around, so why would you? Get serious. Choose Tasty Trade. Tasty Trade gives you the tools you need to make smarter moves. Dig into data with advanced charting, track profit accurately with order chain trackers, see risk clearly with curve analysis, and trade with low-capped commissions, stocks, options, futures, and more. All on one platform. No wonder serious traders choose Tasty Trade. Join the club, genius. Tasty Trading is a registered broker-dealer and member of FINRA and SIPC. Market moving insight and analysis. Join Jim Cramer, David Faber, and me, Carl Quintanilla, on the opening bell hour of CNBC Squawk on the Street. Good Thursday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl Quintanilla with Jim Cramer, David Faber at Post 9 of the New York Stock Exchange. Pre-markets holding on to gains as July CPI remains tame, up two-tenths. That's in line. Annual core inflation dips to 4.7. That's near a two-year low yet again. Our roadmap begins with CPI rising in July year-on-year, year, a bit milder, though, than Wall Street had feared. Speaking of inflation, Disney is going to hike its streaming prices. It did also post quarterly results after the bell yesterday. We're going to discuss all of the news coming out of the Magic Kingdom. Also ahead, the future for the company formerly known as Twitter. Sarah Eisen is going to sit down exclusively with X-Corp's CEO, Lindy Yaccarino. That'll be in the next hour. Let's walk on the street. Let's begin with the market's reaction to CPI. Ten-year did get down to 396. Jim, that's going to be the lows of the month. Yeah, look, these are numbers that you want to see if you're a bull. Obviously, Robert Frank had a fantastic piece this morning about how rents are the only sticky part. I mean, frankly, uh, we could easily counteract that by saying earlier this week there were a number of articles about how we've overbuilt apartments and they're about to come on. So, David, I mean, if, if that's the last sticking point, then I think the Fed can't declare victory because that's that Burns problem where you declare victory and then it comes back up. But, I, I mean, the Fed, I think, should do one more just because you don't want to you want to be sure that the that, that the vampire doesn't rise up. But this is going Jay's way. And I told you, it's not a soft landing or hard landing. It's a glide. And the people who do that soft landing, hard landing, the dichotomy, I think that they're fanciful and they're, they're thinking smacks more of fiction than fact. Hmm. Well, it will be welcome news to those who are uh, long, for example, FANG or what we like to call the Magnificent Seven. It's not been a good week for the Nasdaq. No, well, look, look, I We're mean, down, I think, what, 4%? Right. And look, there's a negative story out there for NVIDIA, which is that one of the customers is saying that there is not, that they can't deliver all the chips. Now, NVIDIA is in quiet period. And for people to understand that, that means like you can call them and they're just not allowed to say, well, that story's true or false. The super micro, you'll see that on the tape, just looking horrible. So, I mean, it is not a great week for Fang. I do think the trade desk last night made me feel much better for Alphabet. So you should see Google up today. Yeah. yeah. You like the trade desk? No, I, I, don't, I don't know about the trade desk. All I know is I had a couple of people who were long complaining to me this morning saying what? it's been a rough week. Well, and no, everyone's yeah. in the same stuff. Well, because and the Fang stocks are imploding. And to your point, there's a lot of, you know, NVIDIA, if that doesn't go right. NVIDIA is going lower. I said that. I said it last night on the show. No, I'm it's, saying it's, when they when they do out of the quiet, when they come out of the quiet period and well, tell us. The, stock's, the stock had a 200%. Uh, I know. My point That's, is, you still, you know, everybody's still in these things. Well, they if they want to trade out of them and then come back, good luck. I know. I mean, it's like Apple. It's very easy to trade out of Apple. But we have people who, uh, at the price, Carl, of, 18 said that Apple's best days are behind them. I don't like to mention names because that puts me in that category that my wife says, why do you have to be so mean? And I don't want to do that. She says if I had a morning show, everything would be better instead of just having mad money. Maybe one day. 
Well, she thinks that really it hard. would be you should have one show where you're a straight guy and then one show where you do mad. And why don't you just go ask management? Well, it's sometimes we'll, daunting. We'll, we'll pitch it today. She's a cord cutter. Um, as for your, your Fed view, shelter was higher. Yeah. Uh, education, insurance. But airfare down 8-1 pretty helpful. That was amazing. Uh, used cars down 1.3. That's we actually a bigger drop than the prior month. Yeah, and uh, one of the things I think, has anyone looked at the incentives that you can now get if you buy anything? Any car and truck. Now, the big issue, and I had Dana on, which is a terrific parts maker for cars and mostly trucks. Look, the strike is going to be a very interesting thing. I think the UAW strike, where they're asking for $80 billion more, that is going to be the next thing we hear about September 14th when it comes to inflation. Because, wow, if Ford and GM cave on that and Stellantis, that is worse than the Teamster UPS contract, which, by the way, was a benchmark of bad. We don't talk about that enough. Which is why my question to you yesterday was, do you really believe the administration is going to let this come to blows, knowing what it would do to the entire manufacturing, inflation, economic picture? Well, I, what, I mean, they call them in like, or they... I don't know what they do because this, the fellow, Sean Fain, who is running this, I mean, he's using rhetoric that I haven't heard from anyone uh, since the 60s. The 60s. David, he's using things that in the old days when let's go shut um, major, major textile companies. J.P. Stevens, when I did, was part of the boycott. The J.P. Stevens? Maybe, yeah. Maybe Fantastic. Just, we put him out of business. Couldn't Great. it just be a negotiating position? I mean, isn't that what you well, should do? No. It's a very, it's really ugly. Okay. There's the last few UAW contracts were like, okay, listen, we're going to say, we're gonna, let's, let's go let, define a contribution. Okay. So it is let's different go. in tenor from the previous oh, uh, no, negotiations, the, in the, your opinion. The tenor is united. The people will never be defeated. You may not remember that from the war. Uh, no, I, I kind of do actually. I'm a, you know, I'm a child of the '70s, so. Right. Well, then you know when you, hear, when you hear "United, the people will never be defeated." That is the clarion call for a major change in the way that everything's run, and they want to have much more say because the fat cats, the kleptocracy. These are the kinds of terms I you use. I understand what you're saying. Um, did you see what he threw when he threw away the? I did. Well, I yes. I've, well, I'm just I've, saying that, that that's the... You threw away you know, you the can offer, have, You can have the consumer price index, and then you can have the UAW. And if you have UAW and you have Teamsters and you writers and everybody gets a big raise, well, then I don't care about this consumer price index. I don't care about the price of eggs. Well, by the way, the Motor Biden fuel. administration is supportive of unions and supportive of the idea of people who have not gotten significant increases in wages getting them. That's been one of their main focuses. So... Well, you know, when, when we have people are talking about UPS drivers, why shouldn't they make that money? I'm not against that. I'm saying that if you're, if you're Jay Powell, you should be balancing all of this. Like, rent will not be as important as, as what happens with the UAW. That's do, you, do you think the auto companies can afford a stoppage as much as the media companies appear to be able to afford? Uh, no. Well, truck? look, I think the auto companies do have a lot of cash. Uh, they're all spending a lot on EV, but no, look, I just think it would be, I'm not saying catastrophic, but it would be really bad for the stock market if the auto companies have a long strike. There's long still, strikes. Yeah, so there's still, uh, at the outset of a strike, if that happens, it's not necessarily. Well, you don't want, there's a lot of stocks that you were going to have to cut, you have to cut numbers for companies if, if it's a long strike. I don't want to be Jim Farley right now. 
I mean, I kind of do want to be Jim Farley because he's cool. I mean, I want that aspect. You ever see like the head of hair and he drives cool? But I don't want to be Jim Farley, the CEO of Ford, because I think that this guy, Finn, has agitated people who are not agitated. He's making people feel that our viewers who own Ford stock are people who have cashed, have cashed in and the employees haven't. Right. Well, he's using CEO compensation and the increase in compensation is one of the wedge issues yes. as well. We'll see. Um, Tesla's not a unionized shop. No, so and that's what's going to be. They really keep running. Oh, boy, David, I got to tell you. They are in the catbird seat with that yeah. non-union. Speaking of strikes, uh, obviously the writers and actors continue to be on strike. That is a, another concern, certainly, when it comes to companies such as Disney. If that strike, to Jim's point about the UAW, were to go on for a long period yeah. of time, a lot of things are going to go uh, in terms of uh, um, outlook are going to change dramatically. But for Disney, uh, which reported after the bell last night, the stock of which does appear to be uh, poised to uh, gain a bit, uh, when we start trading 22 minutes or so from now. The bottom line profit was better than analysts had expected. The 4% revenue growth, the lowest they've seen in quite some time. They did come through, though, with this plan to increase significantly the price for their um, not ad tier streaming. Uh, and there you can see the revenue numbers versus and, estimates as well. And by the way, well. uh, they really seem to have a password steal plan. And they have a password steal plan. Not unlike, of course, what we've Netflix. seen from Netflix. But of course, someone on the call has to say, password basically say oh, why aren't you Netflix? I mean, there was a gratuitous shot at That's, Bob Iger. That said, Jim, they actually lost subscribers. Right. Um, and that was lower than had been anticipated. There you can see sort of the anticipated prices and what things will look like. Everybody's moving up there. That's $6.99 that they started with at Disney Plus is... Uh, <laughs> Didn't Long you, ago did, at this point. What did you think of the rhetoric in the call? And I mean, we're talking about the actual conference call, where he basically said three times, hey, we didn't know what we should charge. We, like, charge this, we charge that. Didn't that make it sound like that there was uh, a previous regime that didn't know what it was doing? Well, I don't know. Uh, Iger and I have had that conversation now at least twice in the last two interviews about where they priced the service initially. And he's defended that six ninety nine dollars price by saying, Hey, it, it got us to a number that was so oh, far gosh, beyond what good. anybody had anticipated. What I think he said in our last interview and may be referring to as well is though they didn't, you know, they didn't have the technology and the right. systems that's and what the I'm interface saying. and the algorithms as as advanced as they could right. have. And they would like to invest more there. Okay, so David, um, I, I need your analysis. Could there have been a more negative view of linear TV expressed in a conference call? No, well, I mean We've been hearing it now from him. No, but what did he say a month ago to me? Uh, He's like, about, it's even, it was so bad, and that's even worse than I thought I, it was. At Code last summer, he's talking I mean, about driving off a cliff. And then, but, and then he said on, on July 13th, actually, I was, I was optimistic when I said that. <laughs> that, was, that, was a, so that was how a, much worse can you get? That was a Friday the 13th. How much worse can you get? Okay, yeah, so, we know that. But listen, they're, it's, the big, it's one of the bigger issues. But back but, to no, this, but I'm saying he did say it's on the table. Everything's on. Everything's that, on. Yeah. Hey, do, okay. Here was like, what was the thing you said was the best? I just a quiz. I, I don't know, Jim. What you consider to be the best? Disney Cruises. Disney Cruises. What about? The, that was the best. They're doing well. But no. But that was. That it was a quiz. You know, when it comes to the linear networks, whether it's ABC or FX or Nat Geo, I, I don't think a sale process there, which obviously he indicated was potentially the case, because he said okay. they were not necessarily core anymore when we talked a little less than a month ago. Right. Uh, I don't think that's moving nearly as fast as this plan 
to try to bring in partners for ESPN. Talked about it on the call again, right. reiterated the fact that they want to maintain control of ESPN. Remember, by the way, Hearst owns 20%, but what I'm, my understanding of what they're looking at, and we've heard different reports, is for two partners. One would be a technology right. partner to help them really with distribution, and mm -hmm. you've talked about yes. this. You brought up Apple any number of times as a potential. I believe. And that certainly I seems believe. to be the case. It's a possibility. And the other would be a league partner. So you'd have both. You would have a league partner like to, help you, Apple? to help you again. And Julia was talking about this earlier on, on her hit on Squawk Box, on, to help you with the transition to being a full streaming service for ESPN. Right. So you, and you would have a technology partner. And the heft of both of those sort of seen as being very beneficial, I think, in terms of the content and distribution bulk you need and giving you kind of what would be they would hope for a head start and in terms of the of streaming. Three times balance sheet good. Yeah. You know, they mentioned the A. But I think they're going to get they something done, guys, sooner rather than later when it comes to announcing a league slash technology really? partner. I do. It feels like that's on a fa much faster track than the sale of, let's call it ABC or FX. Well, so, David, is there some private equity company that's stupid enough to just go buy it? I mean, that yeah, would be I think, I think the conversations they would have about ABC and, and FX would certainly be with private equity. Yeah. That's your only real audience for no, that. No, because you have the Lena Khan. Businesses. But again, right. let's keep focused on ESPN. You saw the we had the announcement oh. yesterday, of course, with Penn in terms of betting. But ESPN is 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 definitely moving. They would maintain control, but they'd sell a significant right. stake, Carl, of equity. They'd raise money in doing so, uh, and they would have these partners. Right. And it's the actually, stock went from eighty-five to eighty-nine. Uh, B of A yesterday asked whether or not the Penn deal makes it less likely that a league. Uh, comes in as a partner. And wow. by the way, downgrade a pen today over at Truist, him, him who rough. thinks that 20% market share targets are uh, uh, going to show me. My understanding very is aggressive. that pen deal will have nothing to do with, with, with um, interfering with the interest from a league, if not leagues, in doing yeah. some sort of partnership. I was somewhat dismissed in the call, I felt, the, the, the pen entertainment. The pen was yeah, on the call. I thought it was somewhat it's a billion dollars, though, coming in over, you know, I mean, it's a, bill, a $150 oh, million for 10 oh, years, and then right. the equity stake. I thought the downgraded pen made sense. First of all, remember, uh, Barstool, uh, Portnoy, that was a dollar that he paid for to get back Barstool. Unbelievable. There's hundreds of millions. He got it. hundreds of millions to sell it, and well, then he bought well, it back I, for I a buck. I have looked at David. David, are there deals that were worse than that? Yes, because of the size and what they meant to the companies. Certainly. Like an, a, an iced tea deal, you No, know, Bear buying Monsanto didn't go particularly well. well AOL, you mean Time at Warner, Sprint, well, the, the, Sprint. You mean Sprint worst deals at Disney? I'm saying the worst deal in history. Uh, in no. history. No. Uh, no, I'm no. Just, no. No. Okay, I no. want it. But, no. no. But a dollar. Okay. But I mean, it was a really good deal for Dave Portnoy. Could there have been an auction? Why wouldn't? Hey, because shouldn't have bought it in the first place. I, we can well, all agree look, on I, that. I, I think that there was a, a notion that a lot of young people would come in, gamblers come in. There, this was not when it was announced, viewed as being a ridiculous deal. Uh, you didn't think that the re regulators would block them because of involvement with Portnoy. But you knew Portnoy's history was not necessarily... Uh, what? what do I, what <laughs> do you want? I think that's who said it right there. Can I just stop? Yeah. He was stop. not Gandhi. I know he was never Gandhi. Bishop Tutu? <laughs> I mean, he fully acknowledges that. Yeah. So what was... I don't, by the way, um, as for the parks business, um, up 13, OperaNet up 11. Shanghai was open for a full quarter right. this time. No, parks was good. Uh, and you know, but yeah. six this morning uh, with this uh, miss on the top and the bottom line, yeah. raising some questions about tourism. 
Well, you know, yes, and Bob did talk about how there a lot of a lot of the Florida places didn't do well. But Parks is still the, the earnings engine of the company well, it is. by far. It is. Obviously, they're very happy that they stem the losses in streaming by as much as a billion dollars. So they are the quickly number? taking costs out of streaming. But to fast get enough it to get rid of... De- de- direct to consumer. I Sometimes right. we say streaming. Right. Direct, the D- Disney Plus business. So that it will get to profitability roughly so, a year so, from now. Or some of the 24. Even, that was, I thought that was very bullish. Yeah. Um, but very bearish was a linear. What they, they're dropping by what, 500. And the other, other question I have is, you know, when you do force people either the you raise price or force them to the ad tier, do you get, you know, are you going to lose more subscribers? People like the ad tier. They like it at, at Netflix. Netflix is working. It'll work for do Bob. Do we know? Do we know? Yeah, well, yes, On we Netflix, do, do we yes, feel we like they have definitive have information? We have data. We have okay. very good data on it. Okay. No, I'm not Very good data. I'm not doubting. Okay, thank you. Just ask you the question. Yeah. Well, what? We'll watch Disney all day long. I got some M&A in the fashion space. Coach and Michael Kors under one roof. We'll look inside Tapestry's $8.5 billion deal to acquire Capri Holdings. In the next hour, don't miss an exclusive with Linda Yaccarino, CEO of X Corp. And, of course, we'll get to Sonos, Lovin, Baba, uh, Ralph Lauren today. Got some calls on Palo Alto and Roblox when we come back. Canva presents unexplained appearances. It was an ordinary workday until... That presentation appeared out of thin air. Also, it's eerily on brand. Wait, did that agenda just write itself? Words appear, making this unexplainable case... Unexplainable? It's Canva's AI tools. I can generate slides and words in seconds. Really? The real mystery is why I'm only learning this now. Canva.com. Designed for work. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration, our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager. Some M&A news in luxury retail this morning. Coach Parent Tapestry confirming it has agreed to acquire Capri Holdings, the home of Versace, Jimmy Choo, Michael Kors, in an all-cash deal, $8.5 billion, 57 a share. The merger partners looking to take on European rivals, including LVMH. Uh, do not miss an exclusive, by the way, with the CEO of Tapestry this morning at 11 a.m. Eastern time. Uh, Jim, a lot of consolidation going on, whether it's Caring or EL, Tom Ford. Look, I, I think that the, this industry... The apparel industry is is really ripe for these kinds of deals. Uh, let's see what happens with PBH. Something could happen there. Uh, VF Corp. We we know that uh, uh, that Bracken Darrell is going to run it, and he's going to be doing some M and A. I've got Ralph Lauren on tonight, and I think that Ralph Lauren they have an unbelievable balance sheet. They can do what they want. Priestley doesn't need to do anything. But I think this deal is. Fa- I know Tapestry is going down, but I think it's a fabulous deal because fabulous. Why? For why is it fabulous? Yeah. Why is it fabulous? Because they're going to have much more pricing power. Look at the brands that they're getting. Mm-hmm. I think the brands have been frittered away. I, I thought Capri, that Versace was a great, Versace's a great brand. Jimmy Choo, they did absolutely nothing with Jimmy Choo. Michael, nothing. Michael Kors, though. I mean, I remember well, when he, they went public. Check and, you well, know, it, it sort of soared and then well, I mean, crashed. These were unbelievable. The Jimmy Choo brand. price point of $1,000 was very LVMH. It was terrific. Uh, Stuart Weitzman's been kicked around a lot. Not really a great brand. It's been footballed. Uh, I, I just think together you can get rid of some of the bad brands. But I've, I actually thought, and I try, I've interviewed these people from well, the old days. David, 
do not underestimate how great the, the tapestry brands were. Yeah. Uh, well, the key here is, you know, 200 million run rate synergies. And they're Both taking on a lot of debt, $8 billion. Um, they are taking on a lot of debt. But and they're got, going to be over two. They say they're going to get down below a two and a half, a two and a half times leverage ratio. That's why I said they can sell. Within they, a couple they, of so years. They can own Coach. Maybe they get rid of Stuart um, Weissman. Nah, I don't know. They're yeah. going to have to get rid of something. The good old banks are stepping up for $8 billion in bridge financing. Someone Morgan at, Stanley amongst them, even though they still got that Twitter bridge. X. X. David, yes. you know, Linda Yaccarino was the company formerly known as Twitter's uh, $13 billion. It was spread. Uh, no, 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 it's European luxury. Okay, you look at those. Yeah, European luxury is different, though. These are much higher. I mean, well, other Ralph than Versace. Had unbelievable numbers in Europe. But these guys are in playing in a different world Versace, than, than Versace owned Milan before COVID. Versace owned Milan with, with Asian tourists. Everybody knew the numbers were terrific. And then they ruined the numbers. Well, they ruined it. Yeah. And then Jimmy Choo had the best pricing of anyone in footwear. And they ruined it. Well, how'd they and ruin the, it? Because the service went horrible. Uh, these brands were phenomenons at, yes. at one point. Although, I mean, you know, I used to like, go in there and they would know me. They knew the size of my wife's toe cleavage. It was fantastic. Then at the end, but they had them. But, I just don't even, I don't nope, even know what that, that is. Term. I've never, I've never used that term. Then I walk in there. It's like, hey, who are you? I like, I, who am I? I, I, I bought, I, I bought more toe cleavers than anybody in America. They didn't even know. They had the worst. They needed Salesforce.com. <laughs> they did. They did. No, they became like, hey, you want some shoes? It's like I felt like I was going to Century 21 by the end of the deal. Oh, no, Century no, no. 21. We'll keep an eye. Is this, like the, time, is this like the time you, you couldn't get your, what was it, Ross, uh, TJX? What was the credit yeah. card? Which well, one? I, I was to turn down the Kohl's. Kohl's for slacks. Yeah, I was down my, my credit card turned down. Um, we'll watch cash. RL. It's lower on some of the margin guidance. We'll get ah. Kramer's Mad Dash countdown to the opening bell. One more look at the pre-market on the busy Thursday. Don't go away. Welcome to the Canva guided meditation for stress at work. Impending deadline? Generate Canva presentations in seconds. So fast. Brainstorm got too big? Ooh. Summarize with AI in a click. click, click, click. Rider's block? Release. With Canva Magic Write. Magical. Stress less and save time at canva.com. Designed for work. Canva. All right, let's get to a mad dash. And then we got an opening bell very soon, so be quick. I think you're going to be seeing an a investment club named Wynn doing very well. It was all cylinders. Macau started to really, really started to generate some good numbers. U.S. very strong. Now, U.S., of course, is not nearly as big as Macau. Uh, but we do have signs that, uh, let's just say that the Chinese gamblers are coming back. And that is great news for Wynn because Wynn is primarily noted as a Macau company. That's what it is, right? Boston. Yes, it is. Because that's Boston. Oh, I don't they got yeah. Boston. Yeah, no. Yes, they got Boston. Yeah. And they're trying to get Manhattan. Right. Well, the big game, yeah, where, where huh? it's going to be, or New York City. Right, New York City. Stevie City. Cohen would love it to be out. Oh, Queens out by, again? Are you by, like Queens? like it to be out by City Field. Like yeah. the Amazon deal. What are going to Let's get the opening bell here. Uh, at the big board today, it's asset management firm PIMCO and at the NASDAQ Battery Dance Company based in New York City. As we continue to Jim trot around the 4,500-ish level again. Well, how about yesterday where we went down very badly 
And then with the exception of NVIDIA, we had a really nice turn. And uh, that should, uh, this time I'm afraid because the UCPI number is good, we'll have the opposite. We'll open nicely and then we'll go back down. But we're meandering and we're flopping and chopping. Uh, we haven't mentioned claims. Uh, 248, yep. looking for 230. That might have helped the initial dip in yields uh, after the print this morning. Yeah, look, I, I just think that this is one where we can, we can again, the Fed may do something up, but we're, we're going back to like how our individual companies doing because bonds are flat. Uh, and I think that Fang is definitely in play again. Apple's in play. Apple's got to stop. Apple and NVIDIA uh, were the two charm stocks coming into the quarter. And it, they, uh, Amazon wasn't. Now, Amazon turned out to be excellent. Alphabet wasn't. Alphabet turned out to be really, really great. Uh, I still think that, they're, that YouTube, people are worried about it crashing for the NFL because so many more people are signing up. But uh, I... Look, I, I think Apple and NVIDIA are the two you have to watch. They well, have to stop. I mean, uh, people were watching NVIDIA's 50-day yesterday. That was very good. But that, that did that not out. provide initial support no. for Apple or AMD. No, because the, the Super Micro said that they, they're having trouble making the chips. But you, you quoted that shark guy that you like about Larry. NVIDIA. Uh, Larry, Williams? Got, Larry Williams. And the, you were saying that he's he a, said it's going to go down. He says, market, my greatest market story, and he came on the show. We had Shark Chart Week, which is supposed to be like Shark Week. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, we got it. Who runs that Shark Week? Who's, who's got that? Zaslow. Zaslow. And what, uh, what he said was, Jim, I know you, uh, you love it. You know that August is going to be a very tough month for NVIDIA. It's going to go down. It's going to fill in the gap. And I said, well, look, I like NVIDIA longer term, but short term, I agree with that. Short-term NVIDIA is up, was up 200%. It was most in, in the S&P. And that's just a rather high uh, bar uh, that they, they're going to report. I think they're going to report a good number. But I don't think the, the number is going to make you feel like... I mean, he's already pre-announced. Remember, when we were at the CEO council was when he said, listen, I can do $4 billion more. It's a great... That interview, I go back to that interview, and he, you know I think he's Da Vinci. Yes. He's an architect. Uh, today, by the way, by the way, great chef. To great food uh, really? Well, he knows he knows food better than anybody I know. I did not know that. Really? Yeah. Because uh, you kind of know Eric Repair a little bit. Eric so he Repair. knows it better than him. I think Eric Repair, and then, and, and, and then it's Chen Sumo. What? What uh, today, uh, Morgan Stanley reiterates overweight. We'll see those results a couple of weeks away. Right. Now. Look, if they can't make enough product, that's one thing. Now, Jensen told me that during the period of COVID, they went and just ordered a huge amount, but you need a huge amount of graphic cards to do what they're doing. Now, David knows that Musk wants the largest supercomputer, and it's most likely that NVIDIA's got the largest supercomputer. NVIDIA's got what people want, but it may, as a stock, have just perhaps, to your point, gotten a little bit ahead of well, itself. Well, my two favorite stocks this year have been Lilly and NVIDIA, okay? Nobody's and, complaining, Jim. And No, they're not. And I, you know, look, I'm not going to pound the table on either right now. Right. Nobody's, no, but one is over a trillion dollar market value as we speak, and, and the other is over half a trillion. Um, pretty incredible. I think that the, uh, the one Actually, trial. Lily is now below. I should, I would well, Novo Nordis reported. Yeah, the Lily's wrong. Too. Nova Nordis has reported that they can't make it. So what that means is that scripts are going to be written for uh, Majora, not for Wigovi. Because, what, you want to write a script for something you can't get? So Novo today uh, raises their guide for the second time right. as they continue to uh, limit uh, supplies of Wigovi well, are still limited. Like you can't do that because if you don't take it, uh, if you don't take it every week, you put the weight back one rather instantly. Uh, yeah, the starter kits, right. Meantime, the market cap is bigger than their home country. 
of, of Denmark. Well, their home country had a bad year. Yeah. But they're closing in on uh, LVMH as Europe's largest. Well, they're two luxury, yeah. Uh, yeah. Two luxury items. Uh, they, look, I think that the big issue is how much is obesity costing the system? How much is blood pressure causing the system? Uh, how much is sleep apnea? Uh, you, there's so many different uses. Uh, and I think people will find that if you have a body mass that's above what, I mean, they're using body mass. I think they should be using waist. They don't feel like that. But the Very idea sus. is that you can, and at some point there will be oral versions of these drugs, right? They'll now have they're, they have to get shots, but you can lose 20 plus percent of your body weight in a year but and reduce your risk, cardiovascular risk, cardiovascular both down heart attack and stroke, and potentially treat some of these other things. I mean, it's no, they're going to no. put it in the water. Well, like, like, chlor- like chloride. Like no, chloride. No, look, it, it, it's a remarkable drug. They they're don't not, even, but I, you know. I mean, it's like, you know, it's like, Based on Gila Monster Venom. That's how they they work backwards. The Gila Monsters only need they eat like three meals a year. Talk about talk about a diet. Diet and exercise. Said there Gila are still Monster. some concerns for older people in particular because it does get okay. rid of a lot of muscle mass and so well, frailty. it gets rid of everything at the same time. And, and that is um, so and we don't frail. know the longer term effects of having food digesting longer in your stomach and whether well, that could have some sort we of We know the shorter term effects of blood pressure at 150 over 90. How about stroke? How about heart attack? So yeah, let's I like... Know. Listen, these are incredible drugs. And Lily uh, has the manufacturing capacity, which is what really matters. And again, what we're talking about also goes to the willingness of the big payers to cover them. They got the insurers, to. Insurers and, of course, it. the biggest one, Medicare. They have to. Because do. the idea being that you are ultimately saving the healthcare industry money as a result of all the things that come yeah. along with so many of those things that you're no longer going to well, have. Well, I just think that Namely, when you... Obesity, you know, diabetes. Comes in a pack of four, you have to refrigerate it, you have 25 minutes after you refrigerate it to give yourself the shot. All those things are gating factors. Just wait, you know, you take the pill. Man, look, the pill is not that close. They're not that close. No, okay. They have... Um, Guys, changing it up a little bit. Alibaba shares are up about uh, almost four percent. The company that's did report. changing it a lot. That is that is, that is a segue to nothing. That's a segue to nothing. I thought you were going to segue to Krispy Kreme, down eleven. Wait, I'm not going to do Alibaba at all. Oh, we can do Baba. I was just trying <laughs> was to stay in line with the Ragovi thing. No, wait, but, uh, we'll, we'll let him do his Ali- okay. Alibaba. Right. Are you, what, did you just veto my segue? <laughs> no one's vetoing sure. anything. Bob is a story of best quarterly revenue growth in, what, two years? And don't had, forget, yeah, and don't forget, they're splitting this company up into six different companies. You get a web, a web um, services bu- you company. You get a local fantastic. services group, an international digital commerce group, a smart logistics network, a cloud intelligence group, a digital media and entertainment group. And then, of course, you still get Tmall and Taobao. Taobao's sort of the eBay. Tmall's more the Amazon. You get Both of those stay. That's what remains of Alibaba. And what a win. Um, and as Carl just said, you know, not bad. Trying to get a better feel and guidance here, but 6% DAUs year over year. And there were a lot of rainstorms, a lot that hampered delivery, that hampered people's willingness to order something when they knew they might not be getting it. So some of that data was a little weaker. Don't than you think that their web service is worth a great deal? Weather. Say again? The web service is worth maybe, a great deal. Maybe, maybe. Uh, cloud commerce, you mean? Yeah, I mean, now look, what, how do you jive that number with what with how commu, uh, the communist China is really doing? I don't know. I mean, do you think that number could be, uh, let's say, more fanciful than fact? Do you think it's for real? I, I, Jim, I, I can't. When it comes to understanding what's truly going on in China, that I'll is, listen to you and a million other people and still have no idea. Forget the other million people. 
Oh, just David, Warner Brothers Discovery's up another 20, big percentage gainer. Johnson & Johnson's coming back because Kenview was out of the S&P. Yeah. And, uh, Jay, and there haven't been any new new noise yet on the uh, asbestos town front. Yeah. Um, uh, splits and spins are interesting. I know you had Kay Helene last night talking about Kellanova. I didn't realize that it was, it's Kellogg plus Nova, yeah. which is what means new. Is yeah, that how and it you're works? Getting, you're getting, and you have, you're getting Villanova, too. Throw into school. Remind everybody what they're splitting off. Okay, very good. Okay, so they have the snack food business. Uh, David probably doesn't know what Cheez Its are or Pringles, but those are integral and Rice Krispie bars. Or you can get the cereals that you know and love. You know, Fruit Loops, Special K, Corn Flakes. Corn, yeah. So you can pick one. Now we don't know the dividends. One's slower growth than the other. Oh my God! Pop Tarts are going with Kellanova. Yeah. What's the matter with that? All right, then I'm all over. That's that's the one. Yeah. And a pretty interesting uh, emerging market play, too. I, th- I thought that was interesting last look, night. I, look, Goldman put up an $86 sum of the parts, and I like that piece. Uh, the Journal yesterday did a very critical piece in her on the street just saying that it was soggy, and that actually hurt the stock that they said that. I think that it was poorly received, this deal. And I think Evercore's sum of the parts is 79 Yeah, it's yeah. kind of different from Goldman's. But look, I like the deal because time and time again we've seen, and David, you know this, that when you separate, oh, Eli, going down five, please stop. All right, finish your thought. When when, you separate. When you separate and you get these managements that become, I hate to use the word laser, but laser focused, they tend to do better. And I think the cereal business has been starved in favor of the stack business. It's the old, what we call shrink to grow, the idea that by uh, focusing management teams and having their compensation directly tied to exactly that area and or all employees who benefit from it. And it, uh, it may actually have the benefit of even being true to some extent. No, it's interesting that Campbell's earlier this week bought, you know, Rayos. Yes. So everybody the wants to be... Rayos and people want to be, I mean, with McCormick this day, you know, McCormick has a 33 multiple. People want to be McCormick, or at least they want to be General Mills, 16 multiple. They don't want to be uh, what they're currently mold. But David... You don't buy these stocks if you think we're coming out of a period where the Fed is. If the Fed's done tightening, these are not the stocks to buy. And that's why they're doing so poorly. Well, not because Kellogg's is, people are eating cereal. Yeah, I mean, the, I mean the, great, the great fight for the next couple months is going to be once some of these commodity balances get reflected. But whether shelter is going to play the way at least the San Francisco Fed suggested it will. You are so right. Yeah. Uh, but I, I want to just say to people at home that that Kellogg brands, Campbell's brands, these have stood the test of time. And periodically when they're put on sale like this, they're kind of interesting. I'm a, I'm a goldfish guy over Cheez-Its, by the way. Really? Pepper's oh, Farm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pepper's Farm? Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, they used to own yeah. Keebler, Kellogg. I think they gave away Keebler. I thought Keebler, the elf. Yeah, I remember the elf, the little tree. Remember how when I called Tim Geithner? That was bad. What did you call him? Tim Keebler? He said he looked like the Keebler elf. Oh, bad. you did? Yes. Yeah, I apologize. But I'm, I think Geithner like probably guy. eventually heard about that. It was, yeah. yeah, it was not my finest yeah. call. Yeah. It's glad that I brought it up. <laughs> I am too. I, 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 yeah, well, Tim Geithner's oh, doing fine. Don't yes, worry about it. He's okay. Yeah. Oh, why? Because he's going to get private equity and does well? Yeah, he's at Warburg, right? Yes. Yeah. I think he might. Did he leave Warburg? Or did he leave? Good time to talk about Krispy Kreme. Yeah, we'll ask. We'll ask yeah, it him. is. Uh, I'll check that. Jim, App Lovin', is this today's uh, oh, bounce my God. of the day? Well, good for them. I mean, you know, they were just been trashed and trashed and trashed. And this, this you know, stock had made a comeback, but good for them. They, uh, they use machine learning, and they actually do use machine learning. 
in order to do marketing. Has Trade Desk come back? Because I, I didn't. I liked their quarter, and they, people just didn't dislike it. Okay, so now Trade Desk was down TTD. It was down six and a half dollars. Now, before Jeff Green even started talking, now Jeff Green, the CEO, basically said, "Look, there's Google." And there's us. And he made a very compelling case to buy the stock. But I also, the reaction was that people bought Google. And I think they should be buying tra- uh, Trade Desk. It was a monster good quarter. Um, really fabulous We are quarter. seeing a divergence in the automakers, Jim, along the lines of what you were describing earlier when you were talking about the possibility of the UAW strike. GM and Ford both down and Tesla up 2.5%. No, so Don't know funny. if it's specific to that, but it is notable. Look, uh, they're... He's, Musk is in control of pricing. He's yeah. Well, he's got real margin. I mean, I, I think listen from that last four, they're they're aiming for eight percent margins on EVs. That's their goal, and it's going to take a while. Jeez, a tough business, huh? Yeah. You know, EV became something. You know, there's a lot of range. There's look, we we have range fear, uh, not enough. There's a lot of remorse lately from people who have been buying EV cars. Well, well, we got the price of the Escalade yesterday. Could you see that? Yeah. And as Jonas has asked and Morgan Stanley repeatedly, who is going to make an affordable EV other than Tesla and the Chinese? I know. My my wife drove the Hummer, EV Hummer, and she said she got whistles and cat calls, you know, how cool my wife was in that. Now, I didn't think my wife's cool outside the Hummer, but she drove it and she just said, Everybody, eyes turn. Uh, she wants the smaller one. They're right now, they only have larger, very hard to park. Um, guys, worth noting in, in deal news, both of which we've discussed, but Penn Entertainment's given up virtually all the gains from yesterday. It's down another five plus People percent. took a hard look at the deal. They took a hard look at that deal, what they're giving at Disney, what questioning, as Carl raised earlier, a couple of analysts in terms of can they really get to the market share numbers they talked about with that partnership with ESPN. And then Tapestry is still down nine plus percent. Well, they're paying a big premium. They are paying a big premium. They're paying big premium. Um, it's huh? nine times adjusted EBITDA. It's lower than that when you include the 200 million in run rate synergies they're talking about. But there's not some risk there. You know, a, can they turn cores around? It's is a one house. Of the key ones. It's a house of brands that I think has been run down, and yeah. I think that the tapestry people. We're going to speak to them. Tapestry people can turn that thing around, uh, but they have to sell some. They do have to sell some of these divisions because they, that debt is too much on a, on an apparel company. Uh, some smaller names, guys. Uh, Sonos uh, comes in uh, with the surprise profit. Uh, interesting. We talked to lo- those guys a lot about supply chain during COVID and the consumer as they've retrofitted right. their audio at home, right? Can I just say that, you know, I, 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 I was a huge fan of, uh, of Katie Huberty. And she, uh, Katie Huberty, Morgan Stanley, she does, she does these uh, charts that she's looking at, which is true. But this was her gift to people. When this thing was lower, she said, Sonos is my small cap stock, and as everything else she does, excellent work. Uh, Utz uh, coming in as well. EBITDA revenue ahead. Organic up four. Again, uh, price made up for a drop in volume. Uh, now, here this stock has been, been range bound. Uh, uh, David, do you, like, do you like the cheese balls? Do I like cheese the balls? Cheese balls? The cheese no, balls? No, I told you. My go-to is always... Goldfish. Goldfish. Oh, okay. Period. Uh, Utz Brands. All right, David. Yes. Do you remember when Utz Brands was in a TV show? Uh, vaguely. Well, What was, was the TV show? It was Mad Men. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember that being part of Mad Men. Yeah. It was, was a pitch a, that they were doing for Utz? That was the, yeah, they were doing it for Utz. Now, Utz is my private equity, and then it came public. And they do have some, Dylan says to me, a very good job. 
but it's a cutthroat industry. They do have fantastic uh, tortilla chips and potato chips. And I think that uh, it's a very tough stock to own because you're up against Frito-Lay, which is doing so well ever since uh, Ramon LaGuardia took over PepsiCo. And you don't have your Celsius today, though. Well, I already have my Celsius. You see, I have the very early, but it's at 6 o'clock, and you know, I'd already done a lot of work. I put out that what I'm looking at, and I'll be ready. Watermelon Celsius is by far the best. Oh, really? Now, now that was something everybody, you know, that's a, it's about 20% short. And people are shorting a stock that Raymond LaGuarta took a stake in. Do they not know that Raymond LaGuarta may be the most unsung person in food and beverage and consumer packaged well, goods? I don't know. I mean, Coke took a stake in Monster. It doesn't, you know. Coke, James is doing well at Coca-Cola. They've never, but James people Quincy. thought they were going to buy the rest, and then they didn't. Well, okay, I just wanted to mention that I think Pepsi, PepsiCo is not By the way, Monster does have a $61 billion market value. Monster never, hasn't missed the quarter in like about 10 years. Isn't it's it been just always on the lists of top performing it's five, always been, even when it was Hanson. Yeah. I mean, look at that thing. Yes, it's been a top five performer. Look at that. And that's because they have the convenience wow. store market down. I mean, and they're very quiet. We rarely talk about. Yeah, they're quiet. Well, it's because they're, they're not hyper. quiet. Monster. Actually, in their quarter, sometimes they do say some pretty positive things beyond where I would I would say. But they are a very very good company, and it's, uh, and Red Bull's the other guy. But obviously, they're not. That you know, it's not. I had no. It's not here. Sixty-one billion. Sometimes you get surprised by market caps. Well, they're. Look, I think owning the supermarket case isn't as important as owning the. 7-Eleven case, and Monster owns that case. Uh, Take a look at all. Yeah, I, I, I want yeah. you. You know about beverage distribution. Well, I've been. You know, I've, my wife has an alcohol business, and it's very interesting because the higher you go, peerless premium plus four. That's what I call it, peerless. peerless. Well, I am the ambassador of taste for plus four. Of course you are, and you want to be in that ultra ultra high premium. Got it. You're in product research. Like basically, oh, just yeah. so high that you're, there's no limit. No, no, there aren't. I mean, there's no limits at all. I would, I would pay whatever the well, price was. Well, we're like was the, you know, the, the, um, you know the, those great scotches. Make your next scotch a mezcal is what I say. Nice. I like that. That's, you like that? Yeah. I, just, uh, I just came up with that. Yeah, he's, he's in marketing, too. Uh, still to come this morning, an exclusive with X-Corp's Linda Yaccarino coming up in the next hour. Uh, the Bulls trying to make this CPI print work for them, 45.15. Got the VIX back below 15, yields down across the board. We'll be right back. Dow up 370 almost, only one name in the red, and that's Merck. You can see uh, being led higher by some names like Nike, uh, NCRM, and wow. Visa. Uh, 45.15 on the S&P as we uh, are pretty much done with the data for today. Some takes on claims, Jim, being driven by yellow. Maybe that was an outlier Oh, that's for a this very week. good point. That helps the Fed. We'll get stopped trading with Jim in just a minute. Let's get to Jim and stop trading. Estee Lauder is going to have a bad quarter for breach of freight. The CEO has already made that very clear. But China just lifted a ban on group tours to South Korea. And one of the big trades is that people go from China to South Korea. They buy a lot of Estee Lauder products very cheaply and then sell them kind of almost like the old Avon in China. So it's right that the stock is up. Uh, my, my chapter just owns it. I want people to be very careful because the quarter will be bad. Uh, it, it, that's been said, and we know, like when Disney said the quarter was bad, and the quarter comes out bad, the stock goes down. Uh, they report in the eight, uh, the 18th in eight days, so just be aware. It should go up on this, but 
except the fact that this that companies that report big quarters go down. Yeah, they're actually allowing more group travel to a bunch of countries. A bunch of countries. Yeah, I thought that's very, very positive. People just are ignoring it. I think it's really good news. Yeah. How about tonight then? Um, okay, I've got Patrice Levay, I've got Ralph Lauren, and I think that, by the way, people who are selling the stock ought to rethink their view. The company's historically very conservative on their outlook, and this was a very strong quarter. And they're doing it. They're probably, I think, the best performing apparel situation in the world. And people are selling it because he gave a conservative forecast. Go look. He gets conservative forecast. He's a conservative person. All the time. Look at that stock. That's the only. Hmm. Compare that to um, your friends at uh, Tapestry. My, my friends. Your friends. Well, you have them on. I did. No, no. Yeah. What in the world are you talking about? No, I'm just trying to promote Sarah, who also has Linda Yaccarina. She does. Which will be very, very good. Uh, we look forward to seeing you tonight, Jim. Mad Money, 6 Thank p.m. You. In the meantime, as Jim says, Linda Yaccarino of XCorp coming up exclusively on CNBC with the Dow up 400. You've been listening to the opening bell on CNBC's Squawk on the Street. All opinions expressed by the Squawk on the Street participants are solely their opinions and do not reflect the opinions of CNBC, NBC Universal, or their parent company or affiliates, and may have been previously disseminated by them on television, radio, internet, or another medium. You should not treat any opinion expressed on this podcast as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of an opinion. Such opinions are based upon information Squawk on the Street participants consider reliable, but neither CNBC nor its affiliates and or subsidiaries warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be relied upon as such. To view the full Squawk on the Street disclaimer, please visit cnbc.com forward slash Squawk on the Street disclaimer. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. So you need a business partner just like you. Like FedEx, who understands your passion for serving your customers because they have the same commitment towards you. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. What's more, FedEx Ground is faster to more locations than UPS Ground. Trust FedEx for timely deliveries. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx.